Hey, good morning and happy Friday to you guys. I'm going to read to you the verse of the day. Um, it's a very good one, very familiar passage found simply in Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 33. And it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Let's read the devotion that goes with this. Seek God in every season of your life. Choose to seek him in everything that you do. Seek his counsel, seek his wisdom, seek his insight, seek him. Choose to turn to him and surrender every area of your heart over to him. Seek God's way over your way of doing things. Now in Proverbs 16, 16 and 3, and this is the Amplified Version. It says, Roll your works upon the Lord. Commit and trust them wholly to him. He will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will, to his will and so shall your plans be established and succeed. Before you execute, seek God. Seek God's counsel before you buy a home. Seek God's counsel before you buy that property. Seek God before you go back to school. Seek God before you choose a school. Seek God regarding your career. Seek God regarding your business. Seek God before you choose your spouse. Seek God regarding your marriage. Seek God as you as to how to raise your children. Seek God before you execute upon any matters in life. Choose to diligently seek him. Now, lay your heart before God and surrender your thoughts and plans, dreams and desires to him. God cares for you. He cares about your family. He cares about your career. He cares about your finances. God wants to excel in everything that you put your, heart, your hands to do. I wish above all things that you may prosper and to be in health even as your soul prospers. That's in John chapter 1 verse 2. Choose to surrender to him before him and cast all of your cares, fears, worries, and concerns over to him. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to add my my advice Again, it's just like it says, seek him, seek him all the time. Um, as I was reading this devotional, my mind kind of went toward thinking about all the things we seek him. Some of you out there may question whether or not God truly cares or whether or not God is really active in your life, whether God truly cares about your situations, your circumstances, your decisions. And I would challenge you right now to not just go by, go off of what you either just reading out of the Bible or just hearing what someone who is given a testimony says, or even what you may hear, whether it's a radio program, podcast, television, preacher. I really challenge you to experience this yourself. In other words, there's a lot of things that we that we try. We 
we we take the we we step out in faith or we do it ourselves. And a lot of times we watch TV, you see these commercials or you see certain things, maybe a a, a video footage of someone cooking a certain um a certain type of thing, ingredients they put in. And you say you say to yourself, I'm going to try that. Well, this morning I challenge you to try God. I challenge you to not just listen to what I'm telling you or what you've read or or anything because listen the bible's only relevant to you if you put it into practice they're just words on a the paper they're just words in in on on the the scripture and you're listening to it but you got to also act upon it and that's the same thing with this when the bible tells us to seek god seek ye first the kingdom of god and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. You know there is a there's a there's a connection to that. First of all, yes, seek God. Seek is not something that you mentally think. This is an action word. This is something that you have to actively do. Actively seek. You ever some something in your room or somewhere and you looking for it? That's what seek means. Seek means to look. Seek means to, 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 to search out, to actively pursue. Seek first the kingdom of God. That means even before you make your own decision, you are intently and, and intentional about what you want to know from God. You want to know, you want to seek him, you want to you want to search for his advice, his leadership, his guidance in your life, whether it's some small decision you want to make or whatever it is. And it's not based upon what you want. It's based upon what God, what's best in God's economy, what's best for God's decision for your life. See, this 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 verse some kind, sometimes could be a little flipped around to 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 think that we're going to meet our all needs. Now, one of the things that I want to I want to address is in the Bible, which is a good verse. Don't get me wrong, but in the Bible it talk about uh, when we read the full chapter of this. He wants to. He wants us to understand something. He wants us to understand that. Um, hold on, let me get to that to the part that I really wanted to hone in on. He talked about all the things that you that you that we worry about. He says, "So don't worry about these things. What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear?" I'm reading from verse uh, verse thirty one. Of Matthew 6. Verse 32 goes on to say, These things dominate your thoughts, dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your Heavenly Father already knows all your needs. I want to focus in on when it says your Heavenly Father. The, the beautiful part about this and what Jesus is talking about in this passage, He's, he's talking about a God 
who is not just a God in heaven that is not connected to you or not doesn't know you. He called he is addressing him as father. That means that some of you that have parents or has a mother or a father, even those of you that have a father. OK, understand what having a father is. Understand the, the security that you have of having a father in your home or in your life. OK, some of you have grown up with a father. I grew up with a father. In my in my life in my life as I grew up, I knew the security and the strength, and I knew that when I asked my father for something, I knew that either one he would provide or he would provide an answer. He will he would if he didn't provide, he would give you a reason why, or he could tell you. Either way, whether he could give you what you wanted or not, you knew that you were going to get some kind of answer about whether you could, whether he would or not. And that's how we look at our Heavenly Father. Our Heavenly Father, according to the verse here, it talks about that. He says, though, in verse 33, which is our verse of the day, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Now, you notice there's three, two other things I want to point out in this verse. Second of all, and, and is a conjunction. So it connects, seek, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. That means you gotta, you got you got to at least, you know, be a child of God. You got to at least behave and <laughs> let's just put it plain. So some of you uh, can understand it. You got to behave if he's your father are you an unruly child? Are you someone that he got to constantly rebuke, constantly correct and chastise? No. He says, seek, seek the kingdom of God above all else, above everything before any decisions you make and live righteously. Behave yourself and he will give you everything you want. No, not everything you want, everything you need. Amen. So, that's what it's saying here. It's saying everything you need. What is the difference between a need and a want? A want is, yeah, I like to have a billion dollars. I love to have a billion dollars and be a billionaire. But what do I need? Well, right now I might need gas in my car. I might need some food in my house. Clothes on my back. Okay. Those are different needs. And, and and so the difference between the need and want. The father makes sure that we have everything we need. If Jesus, he goes back and he compares the, the, the provision of the father. When he says about, about don't compare or don't worry about what you're going to wear and what you're going to eat. And he does a comparison about the birds and the trees, the birds, and, and, and they don't plant or harvest or store food in barns because their Heavenly Father feeds them, right? He compares, and use another comparison in verse 28 of Matthew 6 by talking about the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, but they said they're more beautiful than, than Solomon in all his day, right? So he says, so don't worry about what 
it's going to be what, what in other words don't worry about what you're going to wear what you're going to eat okay he says and if god cares so wonderfully verse 30 says if god cares so wonderfully about wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow he will certainly care for you why do you have so little faith so don't worry about these things what will we eat what will we drink what will we wear these things dominate your, the thoughts of unbelievers. You notice that he says in this passage, he says unbelievers. Well, you and I are both believers. And if we're both believers, then guess what? We should have no issue in believing and trusting that God will sustain us no matter what. Listen, I'll give you a little transparency on my situation. Now, I'm definitely currently, I'm currently going through a transition on a different job. In the midst of this transition, there's a little break in our finances. Our finances a little, you know, it's coming in, but it's not as, as, as good as it was when I was working up another job. So in this transition, we're stepping out of faith. I made the decision to step out in faith and move to another job that is actually closer closer to my location and eventually will make me more than where I'm at, where I was currently at. In the midst of this situation, though, God understands what we need. He understands that as I, as we go through this transition as a family, that God's going to continue to sustain us. And in the midst of this, uh, this sustainability of God is, is what's going on is my wife, She's actually getting overtime. They're giving her overtime hours. And she's working overtime. Also, I still have a side hustle job that I do. And with all that being said, we're not just trusting, trusting in the things that we can do. We are trusting God. And I want to tell you this. When we trusted God, we seek God. We seek his advice. We seek his, his, his guidance in the, in the decision before I even made this transition. Guess what? The Lord opened the door for me to get this new job. Now, in the midst of training, yes, it's a little challenging because, again, you have training pay before you actually be officially there. And I, when I tell you that our faith not has it hasn't really been challenged because our faith is strong. We understand that our father is not going to let us fail. We haven't skipped any bills. We still are, are are sustained in our home. We still have we still are paying our rent on time. Okay, we still have food to eat. Is it a little challenging? Yeah, but at the same time, we know what we have everything we need. Everything that we need, God has, has, is constantly carrying us, carrying us through. And I love that about God. Why? Because he's our father and he, and we are his children. We're not doing anything that haphazardly or we're not doing anything reckless so that God can, God has to really work hard, which he doesn't to sustain us. He doesn't have to put out fires that we that we constantly do. In other words, if you're going to ask God and, and depend on a verse like this, make sure you're living right. Make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do. Make sure you're being responsible as you pray and you seek the Lord. 
You seek the Lord, don't go out and, and make purchases and do things that doesn't go that goes on the outside of this verse. Be responsible while you're waiting on God's provision as God is providing or as God is sustaining. And I'm using that example just to share with you all. But even in the midst of finances or health or anything else, this all applies, even seeking God. Remember, the Bible says, or the verse of the day says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, right? And all his righteousness. And what does he do? Live righteously. I'm sorry. Live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. So it ends at the end of this on verse 34 of chapter 6 says, Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. And imagine that. This is Jesus Christ saying this. He understands how life can be challenging. He understands that life is not perfect. He understands that life in this world that we live in is going to be challenging. It's going to create worry. It's going to create trouble. He's not denying that. He even says in another verse I've read, he said, in this life, you will have trouble. But he says, fear not, I have overcome the world. Right? So we're not saying that you'll never have any problems or issues. We're not saying that your faith won't be challenged. We're not saying that you won't get a little worried. But God always wants to ensure you and, and, and make sure that you understand to have faith and trust him. Even when it doesn't look like you're going to make it, trust God. That's the biggest challenge. And I go back to what I said earlier. Don't let this book of the Bible, the word of God that you're reading, just be words, mere words and not put it into action. The only way you're going to know that God can is when you step out in faith and you trust and believe that he can. Remember, God is a sustainer, a sustainer. He is a provider and he is your father and a father provides for his children. If you're a child of God, guess what? He will provide for you. So, just a little bit of encouragement this morning. I pray that you have a wonderful day. I pray that you go forward in the power and the trust and the love of the, of the Lord in your life. God loves you and he cares so much about you. Amen. Well, praise God. I'll be talking to you soon.